0: Welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene, the only certified ghost-friendly podcast, Audio Sage. I'm your host, Gio Champatazi, and I'm back with my co-host, Rob Thomas. How's it going, Rob?
1: Wow. Um, First of all, thank you to you. Yes, you. I'm speaking to you directly. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. At least I hope you, you do. We're here in your ear hole, right? We spend a lot of time together. So thank you for letting us hang out in here and taking good hygiene and health for your ears. Yeah. this Your ears smell good. Really nice. Nice stuff. Uh, We see you, right? We see that. Um, And, you know, it's been tough. You know, Gio and I were talking earlier how tough it's been. And having a space for us to to crawl up into your little little canals uh, is given us comfort and uh so thank you
0: yeah the only thing that has been positive about you know this whole you know change in and people's listening schedules and just the way that we consume media is just the consensual earplay that we've been really happy to get into and the fact that you consensually let us just invade those ears every single time we do an episode is more than we can even put into words the grat- the gratification we get and that's really why we do it not for the millions of of listeners not for the billions of dollars not for the international fame and maybe you know being infamous in some circles because i will say you know being uh people like we do like A- A- MI6 MI7 types we kind of hang out with i'd say dangerous circles demons vampires ghosts and all of that doesn't go to our heads it goes to our ears it goes to your ears and that's what it's all about conveying information to the people the truth that must be heard because honestly if we couldn't say what we had to find you know basically our evidence i think both of us would be crazy we'd, we'd be locked up right now
1: and and I'd even, be in, it's such a susto. Joe. Yeah, and, and I, I definitely share that sentiment. And I know you'd be in a bad place, as I, I would.
0: I'd be in solitary confinement. They'd call me the beast if I, was, if I was in solitary. I'd be speaking in tongues in Latin all the time. So thank you for saving me from that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and we know, like, part of the reason why we do this is because we know that you might go a little, you know, off kilter. If you will. You know, you might you might lose a few crowns to your crown box. Blow a gasket. Right? You know, you'd probably start sticking the crowns in your ears instead of instead of listening to us. But you have the audio sage. So, you know, you can put uh the the your reds, blues, macaroni, cheese crowns back in their box where they belong. Yes. Uh, you know, and hopefully and we know certainly because we're here uh provide some balance
0: yeah you you come for the cleanse you stay for the content Mm. right that's that's what we're here for and let me tell you we got a stacked week i mean if this were a club sandwich this would come with avocado this would come with extra tomato this would come on artisanal bread brioche bun dijon mustard seeded all right four layers not three this week, we had not only a press conference that was truly from hell, we also had litigation. And you know that Rob and I are hounds. We're paranormal legal advocates. I mean, we talk about doing pro bono work for ghosts for people. And this was just a stacked week full of trials. And I would say people didn't really talk about the paranormal aspect of of a lot of these cases. They were thrown out in, in a lot of ways, and we can get into some of the specifics later. But let's just kind of generally talk about what's been going on with our dear friend Rudolph the Red Nose reindeer Giuliani. Now, coming from the North Pole, being the outcast, being the you know, the black sheep, even though he's a reindeer, there was a lot of of racism that Rudy had, had to deal with and prejudice that he had to overcome. He went all the way to the governor of New York City, or actually the mayor, I'm sorry, the mayor of New York City. The king, uh, I'd I'd say. I think he was king of New York. King of New York, A number one. They used to call him that. And in fact, the A1 steak sauce, Rudy Giuliani, this this is a little known fact, he actually modified the recipe for A1 steak sauce when they made him the mayor. He said, put a little Worcestershire in that, and they did, and they sold billions of units, and they changed the recipe thanks to him. So going from the reindeer role to the mayor role, people wouldn't think that it translates, being the leader of the pack, being the light you know, at the front of the tunnel, but it actually did. You know, 9-11 happened, which we can talk about just the tragedy. We could also talk about the ritual of it all. In mass death happening coordinated for a purpose completely. I mean, you have to understand evil spells happen. People will use this kind of mass death as the catalyst for their spells, for their evil deeds. Rudolph Giuliani took us, took America, and brought us into a light his red nose could only emit. And the light was hope. The light was, you know, beautiful and embracing for all of the new yorkers there and what happens you know 20 years later here we are rudy giuliani's giving ghost in the scene information so he's been on the spectrum he's been on every side of the coin he's been on the administration side he's been on the investigative side he took down the mob in the 80s so it's not easy being a being a reindeer and he made it look easy so we got to ask what's what's been going on
1: it's the it's the big question and geo thank you for like recapping all that because you know rudy has been with us for a long time and he's cast a lot of spells and, you know specifically he's played a lot of reindeer games mm right wow and the thing about reindeer games is that you think they know what they you what they are like at the moment it looks kind of clear but really you know you gotta you gotta flip that around because you know the rules that you may have in the north pole Mm -hmm. are going to be opposite than the rules you find in the south pole
0: and it's like fight club there's only one rule and you don't talk about that rule and that's the thing about Reindeer Games and why Rudy had to battle to be, you know, the alpha. And I think when you get into that mindset of having to win, having to beat everybody, you start to you know, kind of get a complex like you can't lose. And I think he's, he's done that a few times where he almost seems like he's untouchable. And we can talk about some of the things he's been doing recently and explain maybe – it's not as, as simple as people would like to make it seem. And I'm being vague right now because we're going to get into this in, in a little while. And I, I want to kind of tease you a little bit. I want to make your taste buds tingle because this is some juicy, juicy vegan meat for all you vegan people out there that can't eat meat. This is some juicy vegan meat. Now, Rudy Giuliani recently spoke to you, Rob. He gave you some information, which means that at least we can say he is on the magical side of the coin, if we're still talking about coins. He is on our side in that aspect. We're not, I'm not saying we're on his side, but there are people that believe in magic and people that don't, and he believes in magic. He, it's, I mean, it, it, He's living in our reality at least. For a portion of his reality.
1: Like him, hate him, whatever you think. He's a colleague. You know, he's in the scene. Yes. You know, we don't have to, we don't agree with everyone that's in the scene. But he's there nonetheless. So we have, we, we, we talk to him, obviously, because there's a language. You don't know what we're talking about. There's a secret language. We're all speaking with each other that. The, to me, the funny part is it's like it, it's not a secret. It's that out there in the open. It's just those who are willing to listen and know the clues, you know, it's, it's something else that we're picking up on that most people are just not tuned in with. For example,
0: I want to give a, a great example for everybody just to prove he's in the scene. Now, during his press conference that we're, we're talking about, and when I said from hell, I, I, I meant from a, a very spiritual place. Because, of course, hell is an incredible mecca for spirits. I mean, if you haven't been, astral project yourself to hell. You'll meet all kinds of people down there. But just to say, he spoke from a place of spiritualism that I don't think many people understood. And the evidence, the proof that I wanted to give, he's up there. He's talking. And what does he say? What does he mention? My cousin Vinny. In the open, in front of billions of people, he mentions a movie starring Joe Pesci, Marisa Tomei, Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, okay? This guy has the audacity to bring up Hollywood, to bring up movies, law movies. Rob and I had to watch My Cousin Vinny to get our paranormal legal degrees. So, of course, we are well-versed in My Cousin Vinny, and the entire Hollywood sphere that is absorbed in that law movie. So we know that he knows that we know. So of course he's in the scene. That is the, uh, exhibit A, if we're talking you know, lawyerly, that is exhibit A. So yes, Rudy Giuliani, of course, doesn't say and do everything that we would like him to do, but nonetheless, he is a part of our universe. And we have to understand that some things he does isn't political on its well it is political on its face but there is a deeper reason he's doing this there's a deeper method to his madness and when i saw the the juice leaking from his head i didn't think this was some kind of gaffe i didn't think it was a mistake i saw it as an intentional act i saw it as a powerful act
1: I mean, this is what we're talking about reindeer games, because when you see this covered in, you know, the standard, quote unquote, media outlets, they're talking about how silly he looks, Uh, they're ribbing him, Uh, they're making fun of it. They don't appreciate the actual gravity of the situation, which is Rudy's casting a spell here. He knows there's ooze coming from his head. Like, like we said, this is a person that's been at the game, who's been in the scene for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, Gio, I mean, I you can't spell it out more clearly. My cousin Vinny. Exactly. Like, that, that's what he's opening with. So, you know, you you follow the thread here. And this thread count is like going on a thousand. Right? With is, Whenever you're talking about
0: Rudy. Luxury. Luxury mm-hmm. in a suit. This guy wears Skechers memory foams because he needs that comfortable stance. So like you said, the media generally made fun of him, right? And we've talked about this before in terms of the reverse Underground Railroad. If you want to buy a ticket to power, you go about it a certain way. You embarrass yourself. Kanye, Roseanne. Even Joe Skeleton Biden did it himself. Everybody embarrasses themselves because they need to. That attention, if you guys have watched Monsters Inc, the documentary about the alternate universe, you will understand that everybody's energies, all of our emotions have a charge, have a certain you know flavor and people feed you know things feed off of that. All of our, you know, laughter is actually, and they even say it in the movie Monsters Inc., is more powerful than screams. So Pixar gave up the ghost years ago that laughter is more powerful, that when you make fun of something, when you ridicule something, that energy is so much more tangibly able to be extracted from the atmosphere and used for different reasons. We know. Rudy Giuliani used that energy. We don't know what it was for. That's mm-hmm. that's the mastery of what he's doing. You could, you know, make fun of yourself and get everyone to make fun of you, and all that energy is being put to some use, and it could be anything he wants.
1: Yes, and the anything part is so important, Gio, because everyone always thinks about the short game, right? There's a, but you know. Rightfully so, there's so much going on right now, but you know, these people are playing 3D chests, yes. not chests, chests, chests. You know, you gotta how do you pick into this box? Uh, oh, you're talking about chests, chests, yeah, not I thought chests. you're ta- I thought
0: you were talking about boobs, like chests.
1: Mm, I, you know, I could be because you can open up that box and you could have you know a bust and right. exactly i mean
0: you right behind you i see there's there's a, a a busty statue
1: right see there's one right there so like the layers right the thread counts and you know you know rudy again it's like what i'm getting at is what he's saying right now a lot of people are thinking it's for something that's like for the immediate trying to affect something immediately
0: of course mm
1: we got to keep on this for, for the future. Right. We got to just put a lot of this away in our back pocket, you know, right. and then talking about long-term, you know, there's another thing that people are making fun of that time. And it wasn't something that Rudy said specifically. It was a protege, perhaps Sidney Powell. Yes.
0: Oh my God. Now we this talk is big, this is an up and coming star. this is maybe the first time you've heard this woman's name this will not be the last you're looking at the future leader of the new world order as far as i'm concerned because the the doozy that we're talking about with sydney powell is the stuff of legends so so please rob continue
1: because this is something that has to be known right i mean again this is something like i said we're not saying any secrets this is knowledge These are things that everyone is known and has been widely reported on. But the you know, understanding of this information is so far missing. Mm. No one is the context exactly, no one is providing proper context. You know, and they're telling us to our face. Sydney Powell said our elections were influenced, nay, perhaps, you know, hijacked by none other than the ghost of Hugo Chavez.
0: The ghost, a man that has been dead and buried for seven years, has just hijacked the 2020 presidential election and stolen votes and given them to who? Uh, Joe Biden, apparently.
1: I, I mean, you see, like, when you, when you see talking about it, here's the point. It's the reindeer games, geo Because mm. one would assume that this is, you know, it's between Trump, quote-unquote. Whoever uh, that is, yeah. Whoever that is, uh, and, uh, and, and Biden. But what they figure about, forget about our system is you can write in whoever you want as president. Hugo so, Chavez. It
0: Exactly. Of course. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, honestly, okay. We're taking the football that Sidney Powell just hailed married. We're running with it. Okay. This is our idea. Now we're, this is, we're, we're taking it further. Okay. Hugo Chavez does not use someone's power and just give it away. He's not going to take the power of, of a system that he created and hand it off to some other person. He's going to use it for himself. Hugo Chavez, like you were saying, used the Dominion voting system in order to install his ghost as the new president of the United States. And that's the real president that we aren't talking about. Now, we're not taking anything away from the, the certified votes because, of course, everything has to be litigated. And we have been picked on, on behalf of Hugo Chavez to, to represent him. And, and we can't talk about the case. Further than that. But what we can say is that we will have our day in court and we will be heard. The president will be installed legally, whether it is the first ghost president or the first oldest person president it is up to the courts. But what we want to say is that Hugo Chavez is involved. And in fact, he is fighting for his right, his rightful right, because if you cheat fairly, you win. And I think that's something that America has, has told and has broadcasted over how many movies you know, have, have shown that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that and all the different elections that the U.S. has influenced themselves obviously demonstrates this. Yes. This is, again, they, this has been something that's been broadcast as for years and years, but you've never been given the context of it. The context is this. They told you to your face. You cheat well enough, you win. If you cheat within the the, the structures that they set up, a okay, you got it's not it. winning, yeah. So, like I said, I don't want to give too much of our legal strategy away here because we will have our day at court. But just know we have irrefutable evidence of a connection. All right, if you're like, wait, hold on, this all sounds s- s- far fetched, even though you heard it directly from, you know, Rudy and sydney right um get this okay you look up hugo chavez what's the first thing that shows up he has an imdb page this man is an actor wow he has been in movies Mm. you know like mi amigo hugo hugo directed scorsese scorsese from new york city
0: one of rudy's old reindeer friends of course
1: in in another right another one of the reindeer Mm -hmm. old marty wow i mean
0: the scene is strong it's just so interesting to see how everything's interconnected right i mean you wouldn't believe before this episode that hugo chavez was an actor that he was going to be i mean if, if you think about it he's just following the lineage of reagan of trump mm-hmm. trump was an actor trump was w- was in H- home alone too so of course you know he's just following the formula and of course i don't want to give away any more of our strategy any any more of our opening remarks that we're going to give in court but just suffice to say we have a very strong case and this is a, a you know an, a dunk and both of us are seven foot tall you know, megaliths of uh, athletes, we're, we're going to destroy this case. I don't want to be too confident, but President Hugo known, has a good yeah. ring to it.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, and it has for a long time. So it's it's got lasting power, right? And the little known thing about trial court is that you do have an advantage. The taller you are, like the, the better you will litigate um, because you can look up to that juror in the high booth you can give them a high five. And that really resonates with them. They really like
0: it when you when you when you give them little, you know, nods, fist bumps. And the farther you can reach, the more they respect you. That's that's obvious. Right. So and like we
1: said, like at the end of the day, the, the court and the law and anything is who can dunk the best? It doesn't matter who's actually right. Yeah. You know, who who is shattering that glass? and
0: you know we have a, a really good track record where so far we have no losses we've only tried one case but i'd say you know so far so good we 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 are the best legal team there is that money can we money can't even buy us we do it because we want to we chose this case we're representing hugo chavez and i think if we can get him installed this will be you know the the cherry on top of our legal careers, so you know. Hopefully, wish us luck, guys. And if you guys can, you know, subscribe to Court TV, and you know, cheer for us when when we come on, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, so, we want to see you in the courtroom too. Like, yeah, so come in, show up, show up, uh, do get some face paint, body paint, uh, you know, paint your your nails. All of it works. All of it's good. We see you.
0: And also, if we can get marty scorsese to direct that episode that would be great too and rudy we're just saying you know we know that something is going on this is just an open you know we know he listens we know that something happened we know that you're you planned something you sowed the seed and it's you know in the future there might be a presidency with his name on it i mean i don't know what he did with his you know his ritual this past week it could be that he planned out someone else's presidency maybe his you know his neighbor or something it it could be anything he could be dealing with another alternate reality as far as we know opening a, a gate to hell with the amount of attention that he got that's what he could do so rudy please be careful please contact us and if, if you want to just go over some plans you have, we can definitely consult you because I think the fabric of reality is at stake here because the amount of energy that you're dealing with is a little scary, buddy. So uh, please reach out. And of course, you know, thank you for just you know, giving us the time of day because I know that being the lawyer to the president, whoever, whoever this man is, is a lot of work. And getting paid $20,000 and then, you know, of course, giving that away to charity, which I heard he did, that's not easy. He's working for zero dollars. So, Rudy, thank you once again. And please be careful with the power that you have. So, Rob, um, let, let's get to our next segment because this is breaking news. It, it, tragedy has struck France or. I mean, let's. I mean, let's just get into it. Let, let's tell them the story, and we can we can decide what happened after.
1: Yeah, and and I'm again like this is a very news heavy episode. Like we were kind of recapping stories that other people broke, but this is why you listen to us. This is Poltergeist Prize winning material, um, and not just that. You know, Pulitzer. Uh, it, 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 we we got Everywhere. the we got the gold right uh, because because of this work. Olympic. And. Yeah, like they're they're playing Ghost in the scene through the rafters, our theme song. Uh, you know, three times over. Because we got gold metal server bronze. Everything. Yeah.
0: The participation trophies, we got them all. So this past week, there was a dump. It's the best best way I can put it, there was a dump. Hundreds of obituaries. Actually. 1,800 obituaries dropped all at once. That is, you know, 1,800 dead people. Pronounced dead.
1: I mean, that's six times three, everyone. So that's a lot. You're you're there. Right,
0: 666, right there. So, of course, the world was shook because apparently all of them are still alive how could that be how could 1800 people be announced dead and not be dead
1: or so they tell us right exactly. this is this is what we're going to be getting into today
0: the the news reported it as you know some kind of mistake and they even retracted their statement saying oh it was a web glitch oh we were wrong we take it back it was all pre-written obituaries and i'm calling bs we are calling bs because if you read some of these obituaries you see some of the most heartfelt emotionally just draining obituaries to these you know beautiful people and you think this couldn't have been written before this couldn't have been written you know, a, a year ago, this had to be written on the the day they died, the 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 impactfulness of all of these and thousands of them. I want to just drill that in. So what happened? You know, it's not a mistake. It may be a mistake that they they released it. And but it's not they, them retracting it is the true mistake.
1: Right. Right, they, they only are apologizing for dropping all that information when that was classified. Exactly. They were not, we were not supposed to know that there has been this mass, mass death of all these famous people. And, you know, it. there's so many questions to you around this, like, how did this all happen at once, right? Like, what caused 1800 people? You know, many more people are dying of that you know every day but just there's there's a connection here on this one exactly uh, that that cannot be explained by coincidence and, and yeah go ahead because I, I it's so much to wrap our minds around uh, that you know just listen listen to us because we're, we're finding it out right this is this is somewhat recent
0: we have to you know just tell everybody this was in france yes And if you think about the time, right, time difference between here and France, there is a difference in time, which you could say, if there is a difference in time, that is time travel. They could be saying, you know, signaling something from the future. So, what I'm saying is that all the obituaries are heartfelt, are original, they are real, which means they must have been written on the day or you know, the day after or so. But what we're not it's ruling out is that it could be time travel. If they are in a, a further future time zone, it could be the fact that they are seeing things and maybe have a mirror into the future. The person from the paper maybe wants to get ahead of the, of the game, you know, went to the future where all these people died, saw it happen, wrote the obituary, and came back, saved it in a file. And we actually might even have some more proof of that because if you look and see the obituaries, when they die, they redacted the dates and the years and how old they were. And I think this has to do with the fact that us knowing that, the public knowing that, is the butterfly effect, and we would change when that happens. So they cannot, just from time traveler rules, tell us that date until it comes out. So I think this is just one of the very many ways that we could tell this story. But it's not the only way we could tell this story. There's other variables. There's other numbers involved. And I think it's you know it benefits everybody to get to the bottom of this.
1: And this is such – I mean, when Gio, when you were telling me about this this breaking news, I was so floored because I, I could feel it. I could feel that this is – Going to have effects that are going to ripple mm. out from here. You know, we are just scratching at the surface. It's something enormous. You know, and this is, but what we have right now are is, is just some hard evidence. You know, we're we're just telling you the bare facts, uh, because yes. this is some some getting used to, because there's this whole system set up that we we're, we're trying to figure out. But right now, we're just learning about the mechanics. You know, this was reported by Radio France International. The radio, everyone. Radio waves, right? One of the
0: oldest ways to communicate. Even older than, you know, paper itself, probably. Don't quote me on that, but probably. And we're talking about France. We're talking about the home base of Johnny Depp. Don't want to get him involved too much, but just the fact that, you know, he's trouncing around there um, just makes it that much more eerie. Right.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it, yes. I mean, it's such a lightning rod for the paranormal activity right mm. now. Um, you know, it's really since you know they took the gargoyles off Notre Dame and it burned down. You know, we're talking about. Oh my God, that's right. A series of events here that is, you're we're seeing a culmination of spirits in in this location. Mm. Uh, not to say it's the only epicenter, but this is some pretty big news and pretty big activity. And when we were talking about celebrities, you know, we're talking about the, the queen, Queen Elizabeth II. We're talking about the king, Pele. We're talking about Clint Eastwood, Bridget Bardot. Whoa. And it goes on to say dozens. I mean. Dozens of others. This is where things
0: get a little bit scary, everybody. I want you to brace yourself because we did some more digging. Ghost in the Scene is never satisfied with one source. You know that. So we had to do some more digging. And in fact, this is not a a moment in a vacuum that happened. This is something that is a phenomenon that's been happening for years. It is a phenomenon of what people call premature obituaries. And this is like we were talking about earlier with Rudy. This is the way that people like to perceive what is happening. That is not to say that is what is happening. That is just what people have surmised up to this point because Ghost in the Scene wasn't around before. But now we're here to do the heavy lifting. We're here to do the work. We're here to actually interpret the tea leaves the correct way. And we're not going to be calling these these things premature obituaries. Because I don't think that's what it is. But before we tell you what we have decided on, what we're going to call it, let's just kind of explain what what it means to have a premature obituary. The news media likes to imagine that these things are accidents, that somebody releases an obituary, and it is because of a clerical error, a fake death, an imposter, a hacker – something along those lines, or somebody with the same name. You know, a a Michael Jordan, the dentist, dies in a skiing accident in the Alps. And somebody at TMZ says, oh, Michael Jordan found dead in the Alps or something. That's, you know, maybe once every hundred times it happens. But I think there's something much more nefarious happening. If you think about it, these people who are pronounced dead I mean I'll, I'll give you an example. Somebody we know very well, Jack Black, June 2016, 6, 2016 was announced dead on Twitter by the tenacious D fan page. Now, the next day, he came back, right? He's alive again. Jack back. Jack Black came, Jack back. Yes. And no one talks about that. No one talks about how in 2015, Beyonce was announced dead. And yet she's alive. Or so they say. Beyonce back? I don't know. And that's where things get interesting. We start to really look at all of these names. And it seems almost endless. Barbara Bush. George H.W. Bush, Jackie Chan, Dick Cheney. They're saying the entire vice vice presidency presidency of the early 2000s were dead.
1: Were they? Are they? Secretary of State Jackie Chan famously traveled around the world in 80 days to, to deliver the message. Mm. Di- di- diplomatic, you know, democracy just to yeah as, as to spread democracy across the world so and they said in 80 days
0: and he died of dysentery apparently and, and, and they say it's a hoax everyone says it's a hoax they say all of these are hoaxes all of these are clerical errors i just don't buy it russell crow miley cyrus mm. reuters okay reuters isn't fake news i don't think And yet they announced in in September 2008, Miley Cyrus was dead. So what does that say? Does that say that they're all getting it wrong?
1: I mean, it's happening way too often for it to be an accident, right? This is is cluing in. And again, the theme, I think, of this episode is, you know, they are – everything is in the light of day, right? It's only when they they double back – and they try to correct something believe them the first time and
0: it's all of this explanation that we have to make from these stories oh you know something came out uh somebody died hillary duff is dead and then everybody jumps to oh ha 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 she's not actually dead they you know that is the telltale sign that something is happening there is I don't know if you want to call it a cover up, but there is something happening in the retraction. When, when they say Kirk Douglas died, they're not wrong. When they say, because time is infinite, time goes back and forth. Well, I mean, we know that. So, sure, Bob Dylan is dead. That's a fact. Bob Dylan is dead. Now, that's all metaphysical, mumbo jumbo to some of our listeners and I get that and I, and I want to get to some more concrete stuff is this more conspiracy of doppelgangers i mean that's that's a fair question is this a concerted effort to kill off certain celebrities in order to install figureheads to stall clay ghost people possessed shells maybe Like we
1: said, this is a big story, right? And we're just telling you the mechanism right now of of the way the world really works. And, you know, we know that you're going to be with us for this whole journey because obviously, you know, we're just we're just finding the very tip of the tail of this tiger. And, you know, we're going to we're going to rope that in and we're going to ride that tiger.
0: Breaking news. Jeff Goldblum, 2009 dead the same day that michael jackson and farrah fawcett were pronounced dead jeff goldblum was pronounced dead wow think about that and this is this is something about jeff goldblum he died and he was like wait a minute i can't die on the same day that two other famous people died i won't get enough attention he resurrected himself said you know i'll I'll give myself another few years i and every time he tries to die he chooses a day where other people die. And that's the power of Goldblum. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but he's lumped into this. And I just want to tell you that, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these people, these stories are personal. I mean, we can really take a deep dive into all of these alleged hoaxes, right? Because every single one has, I mean, paragraphs of, you know, they died. The BBC radio called them dead. You know, their brother said they died. You know, paragliding. These are not sources that are known to be false. These are you know reputable people with their careers on the line calling people dead. Are they getting paid? Is the, is it a ritual? Is it a secret society? Honestly, I don't know honestly i don't and i think that's the most exciting thing about this discovery rob is that this feels like an avenue that we have opened up that just people are glazing over it's like you know how they put ramen and they they sand it and they kind of refill any open crevice the media has put ramen in our brains and covered over the fact that all these people william hung was pronounced dead in 20 in 2004 so, this is, this is breaking reality. If this is true, if all these people died, who are them? Like, who, who are the people that are in their places? Are they ghosts, imposters, them from the future, them from the past? I mean, I mean an alternate reality? Is it more Donald Bush's from the Bush verse? I, I honestly, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to find out.
1: Yeah, I mean and I, what I want to know too is, you know, what what is the chain here? Right? What where do the which domino falls into the other? What is their order? Like are do they send these stories out knowing they're going to retract them or does someone call them up? And oh. if they do, who is this person? Who's making the sh- calling the shots here? Now, I don't know if we can say it's like necessarily one thing. It this is so big it needs to be some sort of web you know multiple decisions going on and
0: it has to be it's
1: multi it has to span the multiverse it's that big you know you're talking about the the donald bush the bush universe geo Mm -hmm. Uh, there could be a a bush of all of us there a geo bush rob bush yeah like you know we we could do some googling and i'm sure we'll find some a billy
0: bush Uh, another billy bush two billy bush
1: yeah
0: yeah so i mean when you said spider web and multiverse Mm. this is all wrapped around hollywood all wrapped around marvel all wrapped around popular culture which is just like that snake eating itself it's just a constant revolving of movies and hollywood always factor into the equation Always, and if you have any doubts, just listen to our podcast and just you know be amazed. I mean, we're talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson in 2014 being announced dead, along with Pope John Paul, along with Steve Jobs. I mean, the celebrity Hollywood persona is in is you know equivalent in all of these notable personas, all these people dying, singers, world leaders, Saddam Hussein. Right. Hollywood is involved. They're part of whatever is happening, which means that, you know, this is right down our avenue. We're experts in this. And this is the cracking of a new investigation, because every one of these stories will take us down a new part of the Web and new Spider-Man's because there is a multiverse of Spider-Man's. I don't think we've talked about this in, in on the show before, but I mean there are spider-mans that are pigs spider-mans that are toby mcguire that are andrew garfield
1: right i mean and obviously this is like research that's spanning and you know this is the important part of us reaching out to new people Mm -hmm. because i i recall talking to sydney and camille of booze podcast about this shout out to to booze pod doing the work Mm -hmm. right you know the, the the scene is strong And we're only getting stronger because as as crazy as this is, you know, we're finally shining a light on it. So that means it's coming out. Like, there's no stopping it now.
0: Yep. Just like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, when Rudy gets his nose into something, he's going to get attention. Light is going to shine. And he is, for better or for worse, I think that is... You know, our motto is that the truth must come out for better, or for worse. You will be the judge. We will just be the arbiter of truth. We will hold the mirror to reality no matter how disgusting it is. And I think that's why we get paid the big bucks. And you hear my dog just go. freaking out because he knows. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's wrap this up with a little bit of flexing of our, our, our paranormal prowess. There is a lot of happenings as far as the weather is concerned. Mm. Um, Storm fronts. But that's all, you know, they say that climate and the weather are not tied together. They don't ever factor in the spiritual weather. And Nico is just losing his, his brain because he's aching for us to talk about this
1: spiritual weather. What does that even mean, Rob? Right, I mean like you were saying Gio, and I think that's a, a great segue into it and a way to understand it. Like the weather, you know, you have clouds, you got storm fronts, you got your highs and lows. Like you said the spiritual world works the same way. You know, you get some clouds, you can have a cloud of demons come over you one day and you'll know it. Right? You might not have the vocabulary for mm-hmm. it yet but you feel that cloud rumbling but on the opposite side you can also have uh, an angel front come your way sometimes it's a little mild sometimes it's extreme but the point is is that it's something that is shifting every day and like the standard weather there's only so much you can see at a time but there's patterns and this is something that we've been perfecting uh, and developing for all of you because it's something Geo and I have been first using in our day to day life. Like um, and the reason I, you know, Geo has been, Nico has been freaking out is because you know Geo has been telling Nico the the patterns. But yes. as soon as we start talking about the actual weather, he's calm again. So we exactly. want to help calm your storms uh, in this new segment, and it's about. The, you know the
0: forecast, we are going to do a forecast for you paranormally. And this is you know a, a tool that we have started to develop. and it's, it's not going to be 100% accurate. No forecast is. But this is just a general you know for your information. If you are in certain areas of the world, you will experience certain waves of paranormal activity. And we can determine using our numbers using charts, facts, and figures um, as to what kind of energies you'll feel where and also at what time of day. now, let's get started. if you are in the Midwest at around six o'clock i would I would definitely be wearing garlic around your neck because it is. Very heavy in, in the percentage of vampires in that area. Now, probably roughly around 60% precipitation of vampire blood in the area, which means they will feed. And so, garlic around your neck won't hurt anybody except for the vampires. So, Midwest, uh, that's your your local clue for the paranormal forecast.
1: Yeah, a, a, little, a little further out, we're looking at, at Eastern Europe. You know, we have listeners from all over. So, mm. uh, in, unlike you know, your standard weather patterns, you know, spirits don't know dimensions So that, that's really also just around the corner. So in Eastern Europe, uh, we're going to see a, a new moon hit on December 14th. All right. That's wow. like a, a ghost moon. I mean, that's this new moon is going to hit all of us, but specifically uh, in Eastern Europe, it, it's kind of like the inverse of a full moon. So you'll see some um, where people, where meaning wolves are going to turn into people wow on this new moon uh happened specifically it's the inverse uh so if you're in eastern europe uh, you know uh the more positive thing you can ask a, a wolf out to dinner because there'll be a person for that night and maybe you know you can hang out
0: be more people around and also you know maybe bring some clothes because i'm sure there'll be some nude nude people walking around
1: more importantly yeah they'll be cold It's a cold time of year, especially mid-December.
0: Okay, so of course, listeners everywhere, let's get a little more global. South America, uh, about South South America. Now, Loch Ness Monster is, uh, is heavy in that area right now, and it has nothing to do with water and bodies of water. The Loch Ness Monster, in the last maybe 100 years, has learned to fly. So... If you look above you and you see a dark cloud and you're in South, South America, think twice before thinking it's a cloud, because we're looking at about 80% chance that's Loch Ness, that's Nessie up there. And if you feel some water, that's not, it's sweat, because of course, learning how to fly is a very sweaty task. So that is not, you know, regular rain. That is not a cloud. That is sweat from the Loch Ness monster, South, South America, probably for the next two
1: or three weeks. Yeah. And so that's, that's an 80% 80 chance. So um, I think especially mountainous regions might be more affected. So just, just keep an eye out. Absolutely. And of course, at any point it could fall from
0: the sky and, 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 you know, just crush everything around you. So be, be ready to run if, if you see any clouds in the area, clouds, quote unquote clouds. Now forecasts are not easy to do they cost thousands upon thousands of dollars of computing power, modeling. You know, we have models trying to unclose of, of, of the areas and and play act what, what would happen in these models. So it's not easy, but I think we will we'll be doing this more often. Do you have any more forecasts, Rob?
1: You know, uh judging by our models i'd say these are our most accurate ones so i want to go out there giving people some useful information as we study more yes uh but especially i just want to you know just give a blessing out to everyone out there because we know even though these are the reported uh there's going to be a lot of other fronts out there so uh this is for all of you just quick moment um oh my god
0: I think I think that that that's going to be something we're going to have to do, like every episode. Rob, that felt so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel ready. Wow. And and, and spiritually just Ugh, cleansed, just and that balanced, was some beautiful state sage, some, some spiritual sage and some audio sage on yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we we and we feel that in your ear hairs right now. Those follicles are are vibrating and they they're kind of tickling tickling our backs a little bit.
0: So that's the end of our segment, paranormal forecasts. We're g- we're going to be doing that, um, of course, when we generate enough money to make a reliable forecast. We-, we will never give you information that is like the meteorologists. I mean, those guys are hucksters. Those guys are tricksters. Um, guys, women, they, them, so they, can, you know, of course, um, inclusive to the meteorologists, but they're a bunch of hucksters. Okay. Well, I want to be inclusive, but I also want to be a little demeaning to their profession because they're a bunch of oxsters. We will give you the truth, no matter what. We will give you 98% chance of a 60 to 70%. You know, if we're forecasting 70%, you can trust us up to 98%.
1: We're 98% right on these 70% of the time.
0: Exactly. And sometimes less, but that's forecast by forecast. So everybody This is, you know, a call to action. If you think that, you know, somebody around you has, you know, had a fake obituary and you want to test if they're a doppelganger, you want to test if they're some kind of CIA shill, um, you know, send us an email, you know, follow us on, you know, our Instagram, our Facebook, you know, ghost in the scene, pretty much on everything except for uh, Instagram, which is at ghost in the meme with uh, an underscore in between each word. You could follow us anywhere. Follow us on TikTok at Ghost in the Scene. Follow Rob also on TikTok. We're, we're getting him his verified followers. Of course, it's is a long legal process, but that is Rob Thomas here uh, on on TikTok. So follow him there. Get him to 1,000 so that we can finally get past these legal hurdles to go live. We need to. People have been begging, so please. Um, and, of course,
1: guys, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on those screens ladies gents exes it doesn't matter who you are anyone and everyone can be in the scene uh you know my neighbors are in the scene uh that my cat's in the scene mm. uh th- you know i got a I got a cherry tree in the scene because cherry trees don't lie unlike certain u.s presidents the it's the tree um yes and yeah you can get us so you know, we have a milestone coming up on, on TikTok. We're almost to 6,600 uh, followers. That's uh, a so that's that's going to be a very charged day when that happens. So if you're out in that sphere and you feel a chill down your spine, that's probably us hit, hitting that number. And who knows after that point what's going to happen. I mean, we already own TikTok, Geo. Yeah. But we are very responsible. We don't give ourselves any advantage because of that. Mm-hmm. uh we're we're owners we're more like stewards really right Conservators. something sure goes wrong with it but something major i think we're gonna have a big shift once we once we are hitting these certain numbers uh on that outreach and so thank you again for being out there and with mm-hmm. us through all that and through all the times uh stay safe we love you i love you geo i love you too rob
0: and everybody we love you so much take care